Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fuck. So like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing it right now. I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't that. They literally get right here. All right, y'all, I'm here, and it is Sunday, and we are ready for church. So today is Cinco de Mayo. It is May 5th, 2019. And so today's show, because I haven't been naming the episodes just because I just want to, I want you guys to listen. I don't want you to just be scrolling through them and be like, oh, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll listen because it's about this, you know, or that. No, I want you to listen because you need to. Um I don't uh, think that we talk enough about death, and so I tried to give you all some uh, introductory uh, sermons, you know, so to speak, tried to give you all some introductory shit. So now we're going to get into the real stuff. I try not to cuss on my church shows, but we're going to get into the real stuff. So I did a show a few weeks back, I think on Tell the Truth Tuesday, uh, as well as on church, where I talked about, attachments and why having attachments is so painful because we attach ourselves to these people and to these ideas that end up hurting us because we are never going to live up to these expectations that we set for ourselves or for other people. It just, it's not going to happen. So this is what I mean when I say, like, my expectation of somebody as a mate, which is why we've already talked about I don't believe in unconditional love uh, except for parent to child. Um, I just feel like when we are attaching ourselves to people, we are saying, okay, I love you, but, you know, you can't cheat, you can't beat me, you can't molest children, you can't do this, you can't do that, Okay. That's not real love. I can very easily, and I'm learning how to love somebody from afar. And one of the things that I told y'all that I learned from my mom was when I love somebody, sometimes I just throw money at it. Like if I can't fuck with you, I'd rather, you know, send a card. I'd rather make sure you're okay. And I think one of the things that hurt so bad when we are changing in the season of change is that, People are constantly changing. Nothing should stay the same, and that should be applauded. However, you got me completely all the way messed up if you think you're going to switch up on me, and there's not a consequence for that, especially if I've been nothing but 100 and good to you. 
there are people out there that are literally committed to misunderstanding you. They, their whole life is based on what some somebody did to them. Their whole life is based on how they can't get out of a particular situation because it's everybody else's fault. They just can't get out of it. Okay? I don't subscribe to that philosophy. If you continuously hurt me or do things to me, in my mind, I have to have a funeral for you. You are dead to me. And dead in the sense of you can't come back to life anytime soon because you have not learned the life lessons on how to speak to people, on how to be around people, on how to have conflict resolution. I watch a lot of I used to watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of it anymore because I'm just in a different space. Um, but I research a lot. And one of the shows that I watch is The Housewives of Beverly Hills. I used to watch Atlanta, but then it was just it was too much brokenness going on with that because I'm just like love and hip-hop. All that, all that is broke behavior, lower vibrations. Them ain't y'all houses, y'all renting cars, y'all fronting for people, y'all doing anything to get a storyline. I don't really want that. I want to see what real wealth looks like because it makes me happy because it's something to aspire to. I aspire to be able to buy some pink ponies and have them in my backyard. I aspire to be able to have a life-size dollhouse, so if I want to go in there and have a tea party like a child, I could do that. Okay, so it's not just about the wealth. It's about wealth brings freedom, okay? There's some sort of misconception that people that are into brujeria or people that are into santeria or people that are into voodoo, voodoo, people that are into all these quote-unquote different practices, which all stem from Africa, okay, that that they should be broke, that we should be living off herbs and spices and growing out. Yes, we should be growing our own. We should be sustainable. But at the same time, who told you that we don't need to get to this money? Who told you that? Who told you that I don't need money <laughs> so that I can go and do the things that I need to do? I talk about death today because there are a lot of situations, especially with the new moon that was in Taurus. Now, y'all know Taurus is the bull. And if you follow any type of astrology, you, you believe in the devil, according to a lot of y'all, right? So you can't go and quote. This show is also about the fact you can't throw no Bible quotes at me because I know them, and I know what context they were in. If you can't tell me the origin of who wrote that book, King James, and tell me what other books he wrote, we don't even need to have a conversation. And I told you, I come from a preacher family. I'm ordained myself. But what I'm saying to you is that if you are coming from a place of where you're trying to throw Bible quotes at someone to justify something. I don't need to justify anything that I do. Okay. You guys, you know, commit to this thing that you have to tithe and then the tithe was supposed to be 10% so that you could put it back into the community, into the land, into the village. That's not what's happening with your tithe. Y'all know that. Okay, I'm not here to admonish or to banish the church as an institution. What I'm here to tell you is that these religions were brought to us by other people. Okay, we had been talking to the trees and the plants and the flowers. We had been making concoctions to make people feel better. Okay, we had been subscribing to the philosophy of treating people nice. Okay. When you become enslaved is when you start, and I don't care, you can be enslaved by your own people because that's what organized religion has come from. So let's get into the crux of it. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of it. I was nice the first five episodes because I'm trying to warm y'all up to what we really are talking about here. You don't need to go to an institution 
a, a building and give them your money and dress in nice clothes to worship. You should be worshiping whatever it is that you believe in seven days a week, okay? The reason that I want to talk about death is because I especially am offended in the Christian faith about how y'all have been handling funerals, how y'all have been handling sickness, how y'all have been handling the incarcerated. Um, I grew up in a time where whether it was the Catholic Church, whether it was the, the Lutheran, whether it was the Christian Baptist, whatever, Kojic, Church of uh, Jesus Christ, or Church of uh, God in Christ, that y'all told me that if I kill myself, then I'm going to hell, okay? So I have an issue with you contradicting that statement when we go to the church for suicide and y'all say they're in a better place. Y'all got to keep the same energy you had when you said that suicide is damnation and all this other stuff. No, you got to keep the same energy. You got to tell the whole congregation that that person is in hell burning because that's what y'all told us. And obviously what you told us didn't work because there's, there's our, our suicide rate right now in this country is through the roof. And it's now starting to affect our black men more than it, it is our women. And this isn't just black. This is just the human race, period. So I had a problem with people going to church and saying that. I had attended quite a few funerals, especially my mother's, where the man was doing an altar call at my mother's funeral. Not appropriate, and we almost tore the whole funeral home up. Um, and people that were there will tell you that. So aside from grief, now i got to listen to you in here lying about my mother, how she was this, how she was that. No, she wasn't. Before my mother left this place, she was not herself. So we can call that demonic. We can call it whatever we want to call it. She wasn't herself. In my mind, my mother had died years ago, okay, just like I had died. When she died, I died. But I just walked the earth amongst the living. And y'all know what I mean. Those of us who have struggled and battled with depression, those of us who have struggled and battled with people in our families that committed suicide or that overdosed on drugs, okay, whatever they were doing, they were trying to escape some level of pain. They had died long before they decided to kill their body. And I need y'all to understand that I don't believe that our people suffered on earth and then went to hell. I don't believe that. I believe that they suffered on earth, and when they did what they did, although 100% wrong, cardinal rule, the reason that we should really, the, what should be taught is that we should not be out here contemplating suicide because if you were really the guy that you were supposed to be, you don't take that your, yourself off earth because you're upset or because you had a bad day because you have work to do. You are basically going against the universe and against God, whatever God it is that you believe in, when you take yourself off earth because it wasn't your choice. Car accidents, you know, plane crashes, things like that, those are things that maybe God has control of, I believe. But suicide, drug addiction, overdoses, those are things that you did to escape pain. And there should be a conversation about that. So you're telling me that my people suffered here on earth and then left this earth because they couldn't deal with everyday life because it was just too hurtful. 99% of the time it was from a childhood trauma. Almost 100% of the time it was abuse, some form, physical, sexual, verbal, mental, okay? And they would rather, think about how much pain you have to be in, that you would rather be off earth 
because you feel useless, you feel ashamed, you feel sad, you feel that nobody wants you, you feel that nobody cares, you feel that nobody loves you. When those people are in that realm, there's nothing you can do. And is there demonic presence? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because only the devil or demons, I don't even like to say the devil. Y'all, do y'all know how many demons exist? I have an entire dictionary of them. There's thousands, thousands of them, okay? But that's why when you go to things like Alcoholics Anonymous or Sex Addicts Anonymous and things like that, the first thing that you're doing is you're announcing what your demon is. Hi, my name is so-and-so, I'm an alcoholic. Because once you identify who and what it is, it shouldn't be able to hurt you anymore because you're saying, I know that you're here. I know that I'm triggered. I know that I'm getting ready to do something I don't have no business doing. But at least I'm saying your name so that you know that I know that you exist. Okay? When people choose to leave this earth, we should not have to go to a sermon and hear about, you know, how they were this great person or how, how they lived their life contributed to their death. It is classless. You have no cooth, and that happened at my friend Shan's funeral by a female preacher, might I add, saying that perhaps she wouldn't have gotten the cancer. And the part that really pissed me off is all y'all that sat front and center with it, y'all didn't check this broad because that's a broad. I don't care if she in the cloth or not. Y'all didn't check her and say, wait, hold up, what do you mean? Y'all sat there, mm-hmm, amen, amen. Y'all wrong for that. Because as a human being, I know that this woman went to her while she was in hospice, laid up, had a conversation with her. Shan was very afraid that she wasn't going to go to heaven. That's a conversation I told y'all on the show. I assured her there was no darkness around her nowhere. Doesn't matter what she did on earth. She led with light. She led with good intentions. She led with being a mother. She led with being a friend. And that's why I go so hard when y'all ain't the same type of friend to her that you was when she was here. No way my seed will be walking around out here jacked up and everybody out here planning cruises and ain't checked on my child. And y'all sat front row at my funeral. I will come back and haunt every single last one of y'all asses. I'll be tearing up your houses. You'll never live in a proper house if you did that to me and my child, okay? I sat in the back of that funeral while I watched that woman sit there and berate our friend and talk about her and say, oh, maybe had she not lived her life like this, she wouldn't have got the cancer. Look, bitch, that don't have nothing to do with this. If you think that because somebody went and put their mouth on somebody or, or participated in an adulterous relationship or was gay or was all these things and that sole reason alone is the reason why they're going to hell, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not finna listen to you. I'm not finna listen to you. But you would have me to believe that Adolf Hitler is, is well, we can't say Adolf because, remember, he killed himself, so they say. But you would have me to believe that, you know, there are other people like Charles Manson that are going to heaven just because he went in front of the Lord and, and said that he was sorry? Or in this religion, in this faith, particular sect of faith, that if I say 14 Hail Marys that all these murders are done? You can't, y'all can't possibly be believing that. You can't. Let me explain something to you. Some of the wealthiest people in the world are the biggest philanthropists. And I'm starting to see that as I get my $10.15 together, okay? 
I want to give more because I'm receiving more. And part of the reason that I'm receiving more in abundance is because of the fact that I give without expecting anything in return. There are certain people, at least a handful of people, at least five or six, that I do for or that I try to take care of or I try to look out for here and there because I know that it's going to be a blessing to them, and then with them being blessed, I'm going to be blessed. So there's no bad motive. There's no beating my chest. What this is is just me saying that I understand your human condition, and I wish that somebody would have came through and slid me an envelope here and there. I wish somebody would have came through and did my hair here and there. I wish somebody would have came through to check on my mom here and there, which is why when her funeral happened and we, we just had the sixth anniversary um, a couple weeks ago, I told y'all, if y'all ain't seen my mama in five years, don't come here, okay? My mother suffered, and this isn't Tell the Truth Tuesday, but this is what I'm trying to tell you. My mother suffered immensely in this life, in this realm, immensely hugely, okay, so much so to the point where I thought that abuse was normal. And so unless I was in a relationship with a man that was whooping my ass or a man that was mistreating me, I didn't I didn't understand what a healthy relationship looked like. And even up until now, even up until recently, I was subjecting myself to that pain because on some level we feel like we deserve that pain. I deserve You'd be calling me names and fat and this, this, and this, and I deserve you'd be saying this. And then you get to a place where you're like, no, the fuck I don't, and bitch, I'll fuck you up. And I hate to be cussing on my church show, but I'm just letting y'all know. You got to get out of that stupidity. You got to get out of that mind frame, okay? People out here are living but are really dead. I have told people that I am dead for many, many years because I have no affect. I have no doubt in my mind that I came here with a purpose, but I didn't start walking in my purpose until I started killing things, until I started killing off the notion that, you know, I'm I'm not ever going to go back to how I was, you know, in my early 30s where I was doing this and this and this. That's a, that's a fallacy. That's not true. I'm never going to get back to this weight. That's not true. The minute that I stopped stressing, I lost an additional 15 pounds from my sickness that I had in 2017. I've lost friends. Oh, yeah, if we could call them that. You leave somebody high and dry and they in they time and need, you know what I'm saying? You're not a friend, and not only are you not a friend, you deserve the worst kind of death in my mind, okay? I had to delete a bunch of people after my son's birthday because, you know, just like, like me, I watch your children grow up on the Internet sometimes too, people maybe that I've never even met. So for somebody to know that it was my son's birthday, and that's my little prince, right, and you don't even, because you hate me so much, you can't even say happy birthday, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, you don't even need to look at him no more. Like, you don't look at him. We not friends. We never was. And I started learning really in 2019 that a lot of people really don't like me at all. And I don't know you people. I ain't broke bread with you people. I don't know you like that. You don't like what you see on the Internet because you never took the chance to get to know me in person. I promise you the ride is much better in person. The point of the matter is these are things that I don't care about. When we talk about death, okay, you have to kill everything that has to do with the old you 
that thought that it was okay for people to mistreat you. And then sometimes you have to deal with, and I'm dealing with it, the fact that you were a shitty person and that person has to die. When people leave this earth, okay, and like I said, one of the reasons I became ordained was after uh, Shan's funeral and after just my mom's funeral. You know, the man told me that my mama called him, talking about she wanted to give her life to God. My mama ain't told you nothing like that, sir. No, man, no, sir. No, no, she didn't. And I'm talking about, like, was getting ready to fight the preacher in the funeral home. Like, we was, like, locked the door. Like, it was really serious, okay? My mother had no divination at all. She sent her kids to church, but my mother didn't go to church. That was not her thing. She had angels all up around her house, but not like that. When we talk about death, death hurts so many of us because of, A, the attachment and because of the things that we didn't do. We don't celebrate life enough. You know, y'all was laughing at Janae Aiko the other week when she's, you know, whether her and Big Sean are still in a relationship or not, you know, these popular singers here in the state. And she was like, I just want to give you your flowers while you're alive. That touched me. And Justin Bieber is talking about, you know, Chris Brown. He's like, let's give them their flowers while they're alive. I live every day like that with the people that I love and the people that I cherish. And recently, like I said, an opportunity was taken away from me um, by someone that thought that I meant harm. If I loved you, I don't mean you any harm. It just means you may not be allowed to be around me, but I don't mean you no harm. But not all the time when I come in peace is someone else coming in peace. And so if you want to fight, we can fight. You won't win. Now, I'm not going to physically fight nobody. I'm in my mid-40s. I'm not going to fight with nobody that don't have no type of insurance, life insurance, health insurance, runner's insurance, homeowner's insurance. I'm not going to fight with nobody that ain't got no insurance because there's nothing for me to take, okay? Give people they, they, they props when they're here. I'm getting ready to next weekend have an amazing, amazing weekend next weekend because I get to do all the things that I really love to do, and I can't wait to share that with y'all on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott. And I came to a lot of deaths this week where I was feeling anxiety or animosity about certain situations, and it was crazy because everybody that I thought that I had ill will for, I actually ran into them. Ain't that crazy? And and had an opportunity to sit and have conversations with people about not so much misunderstandings, but do you understand why I felt this way? And I, I had a conversation with a young lady, and she said to me, yes, I did say things out of animosity, but it was because it was presented to me in this way. And I have to give her props for that because she could have came over there hood style and, you know, then it would have been a situation. But when you look at the root cause of what the problem is, you understand what I'm saying? Though people came and told me something that really wasn't none of my business, you know, I took that as disrespect because you're speaking to me knowing, you know, what my situation was with particular people. And then I had to sit back and say, but those ain't my people. So whatever that dude or that female did, those ain't my people. So I'm not finna sit up here and have ill intent conversations with people about people that I don't even speak to. Okay, I'm not going to do it. And I I started letting that situation die. Okay, when you don't talk to me, one of the things that, that is, makes it very hard to be my friend or very hard to date me and back to me watching the white people shows where they have wealth, and there's black people on the shows too, um, their conflict resolution is different. 
because they actually have shit to lose. See, when y'all out here fighting and doing all that, scratching each other's faces up in the projects, you understand that they're making a mockery of that. They want us to do that. And this ain't no slave owner tell you. This is just people love that for entertainment. I'm not going to be nobody's entertainment. Okay? I'm not going to be nobody's entertainment because you won't win. Everything with me is about winning and being the best person that I can be. Now, if I get dragged back down into a low vibrational situation, I have been empathetic enough to say I understand where this person is coming from. And really, I'm going to be honest with you, that's the reason why I don't mess with a lot of y'all little boyfriends is because I'm empathetic to the fact that, you know what, if this motherfucker is doing this to, to you, I know he going to do it to me because he claimed he loved you. So he would definitely do it to me, and my reaction ain't going to be the same as yours. So in life, we have to learn to give people their props and their flowers while they're here. I had a conversation with somebody, and she was very confused about the fact that I said that I loved a particular person. And she said, yeah, you said loved, like E-D, past tense. Well, honey, love is supposed to be eternal, okay? I can honestly say no matter what somebody did for me, I still have love for somebody. I just can't be around you. I have to kill you in my mind because I don't want to be hurt by you anymore. When I kill somebody in my mind, that is me getting rid of the attachment that we talked about. I have to dead situations so that I can function and move forward in my life. Y'all want to keep people on, on, you know, on resuscitation and y'all want to keep people alive that are doing you filthy, and it doesn't make sense to me. And we, we do this same thing when people go to prison. Oh, free my nigga so-and-so. But you wasn't showing your nigga how to stay free. So why should we free him when he did the exact thing that they said he did? Free him for what? So he could get out and do it again? I'm talking about in murder situations, things like that. You didn't learn conflict resolution. You didn't learn. You don't need to pull out a gun to kill somebody. One of the best Jay-Z quotes is, you don't kill a man and leave him and leave him bleeding. You kill a man and leave him breathing. So you get to watch. You're going to die every day when you think about the stuff that I'm doing and you're not allowed to participate because I don't rock with you like that. And that's not a jealousy thing. You know, I look at some of y'all lives and I'll be like, wow, that looks interesting. But I want to know about the 90% that we don't see on the Internet. You know, I'm leery of people that always look cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really got up to do all that just so you can walk around and, you know, feel like, you, you know, and some people are like this. I know some women that literally this is what they do. They work in, you know, the uh, aesthetic business. They're estheticians. They got the lashes. They got, the, you know, that's their thing. That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about my lashes. I don't care about makeup, really. I get me some bronzer here and there. I don't care about none of that. When we are out here living in this earth, you have to understand that there are people that you are talking to that are already dead. And so, therefore, when you're trying to make somebody love you and hold on to them, maybe they can't because the person that you know is not really amongst the living. They died a thousand deaths since they was a kid and somebody, you know, their uncle was touching them, and especially our black men. All that hypersexuality that y'all see, I have told y'all before, that sometimes is a trigger that they have been inappropriately touched as a child. Yeah, everybody goes through their little whole phase, especially men. 
But when you get to a place where a man cannot go a day without sleeping with another woman and he got a girlfriend, that is a problem. And I'm not talking the same woman. I'm talking about gutter trash. I'm talking about women, you know, that got a a tattoo. Like, yo, like, it's too much. And it gets to the point where you become disgusted with that person. And you're just like, something is wrong. No matter how much love I give to you, it's never going to be returned to me. And that's not what we love for. We love because we can, because that's what we're supposed to do. If you hate me, get help. Because I promise you, I don't care about you at all. You understand what I'm saying? You hate none of that. None of that stuff can get to me. As long as you don't touch me or my kid, I don't care what you do. You could slander me. You could say whatever. The truth going to always come out. And trust me, baby, I got time. I got longevity. I got nothing but time to make sure that things actualize in the way that I want them to, to, to do. We don't talk enough about death, about why y'all going crazy at these funerals, because you didn't return that phone call when they were alive, because you didn't check in on them when they were alive. Same thing people do with jail, you know, did you tell your free my nigga so and so? Okay, but did you tell him what he could do to stay free? Nine out of ten times you didn't. The OGs are the new death sentence. These OGs these days ain't teaching these kids what they need to do to stay out these streets and to stay out of jail. Okay? Y'all aren't doing what y'all supposed to be doing. I'm wrong as an OG if I'm sitting here telling these girls it's okay to be out there hoeing. I'm wrong for doing that. Girl, get what you can get. No, get what you can get functioning in good intentions within a relationship because he's going to ask you for some pussy. That's a fact. So if you can't ask him for no money, he shouldn't be asking you for no pussy. Oh, that sounds like prostitution. No, it sounds like life. You would be very silly to think that you just out here, you think dating is not legalized prostitution because on some levels it is. If they can ask you for some pussy, you can ask them for some money, period. Because I promise you this, I'd rather cry in a phantom than crying a Ford Festiva, okay? I'm not going to sit up here and be nobody's punching bag, nobody's nothing. Without wealth, there is no freedom. And so a lot of you die these silent deaths when you allow people to tell you that your body is not worth anything, that your mind is not worth anything, that you can't do nothing but sell drugs or pimp hoes or do whatever. And it's a lot of y'all dudes out there slinging dick for free too. What you slinging all that dick for and you not getting paid for it? Okay, you have low self-esteem and you are already walking on this earth dead. And I want y'all to stop trying to revive dead things. You mourn it, you, you love it while it's here, you mourn it, and you move on for people that meet you on your vibrational level. In the case of an actual death, tell your people that you love them today, even if you can't stand their ass. You have to let them know. So whatever I told somebody just recently, look, I love you, you know, this, this, and this, what we have is eternal, but so on and so forth. I don't care if you don't ever speak to me again in life. I don't care. I said what I said. You got to live with the fact that maybe you couldn't meet that love. Maybe you couldn't meet that, you know, that, that capacity. And then we have to move on because as, I, as the days go on, I become more disgusted with the human condition and with how we treat each other. That's how, that's how you treat somebody that you love? Well, then, then, you know, but now you have so much love when they're dead or when they're gone. I don't want to hear that. You have to love the people 
while they're here. And if you can't love them while they're here because they're in such pain and they're in a bad place in life, you're allowed to walk away. You're allowed to say, this is not for me. I don't rock with your family. I don't rock with you. You guys was raised wrong. You know, you over here doing drugs. You popping pills. You you finding solace in between women and men's legs. It's okay for you to debt that situation. So whether it's an actual death or a natural death, you are allowed to kill things and keep that attachment away. Love is not about attachment. It's about letting people be whoever it is that they want to be. And I've told you all before, you can be whoever you want to be in this life. You just ain't going to do it to me. So, guys, I'm going to leave you with a classic. I think Illmatic is like 25 years old now, but I'm going to leave you with this song that actually makes me happy, and it's just the actual fact. Love your people while they're here. Love your people while they're here because there is a reason that they came here to be in your life. Just like, you know, when we think about when babies die and things like that, oh, if there was a God and and babies wouldn't die, maybe that baby wasn't meant to be here in this realm. Maybe we are shitty people and and God didn't want that child to be here because we weren't going to be able to get it together. We weren't going to be able to hold it together. I've never seen, you know, someone go through a death and be the same afterwards. And maybe that's what death is about, is about change, and it's about not attaching yourself. But during that time, just remember, everybody dies, everybody hurts. Pack a four.